My name is Jillian Perrick, and I'm a lover of all things orange chocolate, think One Tree Hill is way better than the OC. And as a person who stutters, I hope to one day inspire women with invisible disabilities to overcome their limiting beliefs and start the business of their dreams, just like I did. I'm a mindset coach specializing in imposter syndrome, helping women beat their inner imposter using neurolinguistic programming, hypnosis, and time techniques. And this is the From Imposter to Empowered podcast. This podcast is for you if you're an entrepreneurial woman trying to navigate the online space with a lot of passion and a lot of uncertainty. If you feel like your ideas are unoriginal, that your message isn't necessary or important, or like you're a complete and total fraud, then you've come to the right place. This podcast will take you from imposter to empowered with ninja-like brain hacks, easy to implement strategies, and uplifting real talk to make you feel like everything you want is in reach. Let's get started, girlfriend. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. This month, you get five episodes because there are five Wednesdays in April. And aren't you lucky? (laughs) And I was really thinking about what is one thing that I see consistently in my DMs? What's one thing I see consistently with regards to people who are struggling with? Whenever somebody asks me to do a guest expert, they always want to talk about this topic, and that's comparisonitis. Um, And if you're often at war with your inner imposter, chances are you experience extreme comparisonitis as well. So maybe seeing the progress and wins of other people in the online space only makes you more anxious and it only shines a light into how incompetent and unorganized and overwhelmed you feel. But you really want to cheer on your biz bestie. You really want to cheer on these women and really feel good about what you're doing. And the one thing I want to say is comparisonitis will come in waves. So there are times where I'll just have a day where I just feel like I'm doing the wrong thing, even though there's totally quotations on that because there's no such thing as the wrong thing. Um, There could be better strategies or better ways to conduct your business, but nothing is ever like wrong. It's, It's all about what works for you, but sometimes even that feels like it's wrong to you so sometimes I have those days where it's it just it feels like I'm not on this imaginary track that I think I should be on and I look at other people's content and I think fuck like they really have it together like what am I doing wrong and again comparisonitis is never about like what that other person is doing it's always shining a light on what we feel insecure about so if we feel insecure about showing up on Instagram stories we're constantly looking at somebody who is showing up on Instagram stories and they're doing such a good job Um, and that is really what it's about. Comparisonitis is never about somebody else. It's always about us and what's going on with us Um, because the subconscious mind takes everything very personally. The subconscious mind feels like everything that ever happens around us is about us because that's what it makes it mean and you know on this podcast we're all about like rewriting those stories and flipping the script on those stories that you tell yourself. And here are four ways that you can combat comparisonitis in the online space on the daily. So not just like once in a while or when you're feeling this, literally every day I implement these four things and they have really helped me in the grand scheme of things. Um, The first one is what I want you to do is audit what you're absorbing. So make sure you're auditing like you create your own reality and that includes on social media. So you know how when you're in your house and like you're seeing all the things that need to get done like you're seeing 
stuff that you need to clean up and the rooms that need to get organized and all that stuff. The same thing is for what you're absorbing in terms of social media. So you are absorbing um, everything that's happening and your thoughts are creating your feelings. It's creating your reality. So if you're looking at your house thinking like, oh my God, I have so much to do. I feel so overwhelmed. That's going to be your reality. If you're looking online and you're scrolling through everybody else's stories instead of curating your own, or you're just scrolling through and thinking, wow, I'm not as good as this person and, and I'm not as good at that person. You are creating your own reality on social media. And if you're absorbing information that is making you feel bad, then your thoughts are going to make you feel bad too. So for example, I always used to consume business coach content. So I didn't even realize I was doing this, but I would consistently be watching people's stories who were business coaches and seeing the value that they're giving and like marketing advice and stuff like that. And I used to feel so insecure about offering mindset because I was like, no one's going to buy mindset. But it's because the only thing I ever consumed was mindset stuff. That was the only stuff that I was looking at. And it was the only stuff that I was paying attention to. So I was telling myself the story that no one's going to want mindset. But that's because I was creating the reality that only business coaches are successful. So be really clear on what you're absorbing on a daily basis, especially other people's content. The next thing that is going to follow auditing what you're absorbing. So I would suggest you audit it for like a, a day at least just whose content you're absorbing. What did you make it mean? So if you're watching somebody's stories and then you were like, wow, she gives such a good story. I'm such a failure. Then audit what the type of thoughts you're having when you're actually watching that content. The next is going to be to put the blinders on. I know, I know, obvious, but to some people, this isn't. So utilize the mute and unfollow feature on Instagram if you have that, um, which you should have it. What I mean to say is if you haven't used it. So utilize the mute and unfollow. Um, Mute has been my best friend. I have muted so many people, not because I don't like seeing their stuff or I don't like engaging with their stuff or whatever. It's simply because I was scrolling through and I wasn't having those good, conducive, constructive thoughts. So I muted them for a little while. Um, So anything that engages judgment, anything that engages some negative feelings inside of you, if that means you don't watch anybody's stories, then hey, you're going to stop yourself from um, potentially purchasing something that you don't want or what have you. But um, it's time to to take a little bit of a break. And after you audit what's making you feel bad, now you're going to implement in regards to muting and unfollowing anybody that makes you feel bad about yourself and this doesn't mean that that person is doing something wrong it doesn't mean that that person shouldn't be selling it's got nothing to do with the other person it has to do with you and what you're thinking to yourself when you're consuming their content so the best thing to do in this instance is no mindless scrolling like don't if you can catch yourself scrolling mindlessly stop yourself pattern interrupt that shit and do something different put down your phone, do like a five second happy dance or something that will interrupt that behavior. Uh, It usually happens when you're bored. So maybe uh, figure out some secondary thing, action that you can do, um, that you can do that um, will follow when you feel like you're mindless scrolling. Um, And again, mute and unfollow. 
I love so many people in the online space, but if I don't think that I am being nice to myself when I consume somebody's content, I either mute them if I don't want to unfollow them or I just unfollow them altogether. Um, Again, I don't think that this is something you need to be concerned about in terms of like making it about yourself. So, but what if someone's muting and unfollowing me? Well, then they're, they're clearly not your ideal client. Um, and I think that's something to remember is that, um, not everybody is going to be your ideal client. And just because someone muted or unfollowed you, not saying that you'll ever actually know unless you pay attention to that stuff. And what I would say is to be very cognizant of the fact that that's doing nothing for you. Um, and that's, that's not helping you succeed. So who gives a shit if someone mutes and unfollows you? But essentially what I want you to do is really focus on the fact that muting and unfollowing people, it doesn't mean that you don't love them or that you don't um, think that their message is useful. It's simply just for your own mental health and to just slow down those feelings of comparisonitis because at the end of the day, you need to look after number one and that's you and your mindset. So I think that's really important. I do it um, just to make sure that I am keeping myself in check and keeping myself on track. The next, the next thing, the next thing is going to be assess the emotion behind your goals. So are you sure you really want what you want? Or is it because you saw someone else with it and they looked happy or successful or fulfilled? So this is a really important thing to remember, especially if you're consuming a lot of like higher level entrepreneur stuff where people are on yachts or they're doing like really big, um, webinars with famous people or they're doing really big things and they're posting about it and like you can be happy for those people you absolutely can but assess your actual reason for setting a goal so if you have a goal of um 2,000 followers or 10,000 followers is it because you saw that somebody else had 10,000 followers and they were making a lot of sales and you're like yeah that's what I really want or is it because like I really want to serve these 10,000 people expand my reach expand my network and do you feel really really good about that and motivated towards that that's a really crappy example but I think you understand what I mean in that like goals are not easily accomplished if you do not have an emotion behind it and that's because there is no such thing as motivation it's really like discipline like you can have bouts of motivation but like discipline is what's going to move the needle forward and if you feel really strongly about building a business so you can give your kids a better life or building a business so you can give your dog a better life. Um, If you have that emotion behind it, it's easier to get to what you need to do because that is your intrinsic motivation. It's that emotion behind the goal. Um, And again, be careful about looking at somebody else and seeing how happy they are in an Instagram picture and thinking that's what I want because in reality we don't actually want things we want a feeling of being happy or being peaceful being calm being fulfilled um for example um when I was in university I always used to think about when I was finished my exams I'd be like I am going to be so happy when I'm finished my exams I'm going to be so calm and so relaxed and all that stuff I wasn't like being like, I just can't wait to get done with my exams to be done. It was because I was looking for that, that feeling of calm, that feeling of being stress-free and relaxed. But 
I was focusing too much on looking forward to that feeling that I never actually focused on creating those feelings for myself because even though it's it's exam season, um, you can make yourself feel calm at times, feel stress-free, give yourself that self-care, feel happy. Like you can feel anything at any given time and I used to get really caught up in when I have this then I'll feel this but that's just not how it works so every time exams would be done I would just be focusing on the next thing that would make me feel better so I'd be like okay so even though I'm done my exams now I have to stress out about a job um, for the summer so really important to assess the emotion behind your goals and lastly is be at cause for yourself and yourself only You are responsible for your thoughts, actions, and behaviors. Focusing on what someone else has and what you don't have compared to them is a form of victimization. In NLP, the empowerment formula puts you at cause instead of effect. So being at effect is basically just thinking that all this stuff is happening to you and you don't have any control over it. Being at cause is taking responsibility for your life essentially, is taking responsibility for not what happens to you that's out of your control, but how you respond to it. Um, And when you don't do this, so when you're looking at what everybody else has and comparing yourself and you're like, I can't have this because of that, I can't have this because of that, you are victimizing yourself to believe that you aren't at cause. And this doesn't mean shaming yourself, not at all. Like being at cause does not mean making yourself feel bad about how shitty you think you are. It's simply being like, I am responsible for using this time however I want and I am responsible for how I feel. For example, when this episode comes out, it's going to be the end of April, but right now I'm recording it like three quarters of the way through March and COVID-19 is really rampant right now all around the world. So everybody knows exactly what I'm talking about. And um, right now I am uncertain as to when I'll be going back to work. A lot of people are and it's really affecting people. Um, what I could do in this instance is be like, oh my God, I'm so uncertain about the future. What's going to happen with my business? I don't know. I'm so scared. I'm just going to like not do anything. But instead, even though I can't control the COVID-19 outbreak and I can't control anything about that, what I can control is staying safe inside my house, utilizing this time effectively how I want, using this time to take a nap and like read a book that I really wanted to read and really take advantage of this time not only to further my business but also to do all the things that I really wanted to do that I tell myself I never have the time to so instead of being consumed with worry and anxiety and fear I am choosing to feel like abundant and hopeful and hopefully by um this podcast comes out I'm hoping that things are a little bit better in terms of being able to like see your friends and go to like larger stuff like larger gatherings and stuff but at the end of the day we are at cause for ourselves and ourselves only you are responsible for if you scroll through someone's Instagram story and make yourself feel bad about yourself If the comparison monster is strong in you and you feel like these were good tips but I still don't feel like I am able to overcome that feeling of comparison and I really need further help, my 90-minute NLP breakthrough sessions have proven amazing results for women entrepreneurs. And even though I only work with coaches exclusively with regards to my one-on-one programs and my group programs, 
in this single session, I work with all female entrepreneurs, coaches, graphic designers, VAs, whatever you are, if you are suffering from looking at other people's stuff and not feeling good enough or not knowing where your business is is headed and it's bringing up a lot of emotional overwhelm and strife for you, these 90-minute sessions are amazing. I use neuro-linguistic programming tools to help you rewrite the stories that you're telling yourself, help you overcome fears and negative emotions that are really holding you back and allow you to break free from that so you can become your best self in business. These results have been amazing. If you need results, you can go to my Instagram and my highlights. I have results from the single sessions and they are honestly you are going to want one of these sessions. And I only have limited spots a month. So make sure you go to the link in the show notes and book one of those sessions for only $475 US and you get seven days of Voxer access to me after the session. So you can use it for coaching, decompressing, whatever you need it for. These sessions are amazing. So thank you so much for tuning in guys. I hope you enjoyed your five episodes this month spoiled and I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks so much for listening to the From Imposter to Empowered podcast with me, Jillian Perrick. If you loved this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to tag me at your coach Jill. Of course, I'd love for you to rate the podcast five stars and leave a review. And if you screenshot your review and send it to me at your coach Jill on Instagram, I'll send you a free gift. At the very least, make sure you follow me on Instagram again at your coach Jill for tons of free content, strategies, and inspo. See you next time.